Hello and welcome to the Boxing Life Podcast with me, Tony Jeffries. Today I'm running solo, although I've got my good friend Henry Jones sitting alongside us. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about the Mayweather-McGregor up-and-coming fight and how I broke it down with Brendan Sharp and Glenn Six-Figure Holmes on the Big Brown Breakdown and how me and Brendan got into it. Also talk about talk about the Kovalev-Andre Ward fight, which was last night. I'm recording this. It's Sunday night. And the reason I'm running solo is it's Father's Day and I'm a terrible father. And rather than playing with my kids, I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> no, that's not true. My kids are actually in bed. It's 8.30 at night. I'm on my roof terrace in Santa Monica. And it's a lovely night. And rather than missing the podcast because my producer couldn't make it today, I thought I'll, I'll record a quick one. And so here it is. So last night, we'll talk about that first, about the ward Kovalev fight. What a fight. It was a, a very anticipated fight since the first fight where I thought that Kovalev won the fight by at least two or three rounds. And then the, the, the both of them, they hate each other. So when two fighters hate each other, you know it's going to be a good fight or an entertaining fight when, they, when you can tell that they genuinely dislike each other, which you could tell with these two. So with the fight, they both obviously said they're going to knock each other out and all that. And I picked, I picked Kovalev to to beat to beat them this time because he beat them in the past. Although Ward got the decision, and we've seen a great performance from Andre Ward. Well, it was a great performance from both of them really. But I think it was round six or seven where Kovalev just seemed to start. He was gassed out a little bit and. Andre Ward started to get on top and, you know, I think this is the first time I've ever seen a Russian fighter quit because that's what seemed to happen. He started to complain to the referee about Ward hitting low, which he was really hitting low and rightly so should the referee warn him. But, you know, it seemed to be bothering him a little bit more than it actually should. And then Andre Ward started picking it up and I, I had Ward three points up, three rounds up, going into the last round, well it wasn't the last round, the eighth round when the fight was stopped and when it was stopped again, a little bit of controversial controversial, controversy, how do you say that word Henry? Controversial. It was a bit controversial, that's the word I'm looking for because he hit Kovalev low like three times in a row but Kovalev put his hands down and he looked in danger and the referee looked to the referee that he was out of there, and uh, but he was hurt. He got hurt like 10 seconds before from a right hand. So anyway, the fight got stopped. Ward celebrated victory. Uh, Kovalev obviously said at the end he, he was hitting me low. But, you know, all in all, Ward was getting on top of the fight. Kovalev didn't seem to want to know at this stage. And uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a good fight, good entertaining fight. And now I definitely see that Ward is pound for pound number one fighter in the world. He's 32-0, 16 knockouts, and the way that he went up from super middleweight within the matter of like two or three fights and then fought Sergey Kovalev, who's an avoided fighter who was knocking everyone out, the way he done that and fought him, even though the first time I thought, like I said, I thought Kovalev won that fight, but then again, immediate rematch, and he improved even more, just shows his quality and how good he really is. What really surprised me with that fight, <laughs> I mean, outside the fight, you can see, is Harold Letterman is one of the was one of the judges for the fight, and he had his scorecard. He had Kovalev winning by four rounds, which is absolutely ridiculous. 
How the hell can you, could you have that? That was impossible to have him winning by four rounds. But Harold Letman is 77 years old. He's been doing this forever. And I just I just think, like, yeah, now it's time to step down and give some young gun the, the reins to start scoring these fights. So well done to <coughs> Andre Ward, pound for pound king in my eyes. Moving on. So <coughs> I went on the Big Brown Breakdown podcast, which is one of the biggest or one of the biggest up-and-coming podcasts in the world right now with Brendan Schaub. He's a host of the Fighting the Kid podcast. He started his own podcast without Brian Callen, who was his partner on the Fighting the Kid. And yeah, it was a great podcast. It was a great podcast to be on, a great episode to be on, because I knew it would get a lot of attention because <clears throat> he's talking about uh, Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather, which has just been announced for August 26th. And <clears throat> another reason why it's such being such a popular podcast and such a big podcast is because of Brendan's views on it. Brendan is one of the only people, apart from a lot, see a lot of fans who don't really know what they're talking about, who really believes that Conor, McGre- Conor McGregor's got a chance to win this fight. Now, I'm a huge Conor McGregor fan, and I really dislike Floyd Mayweather for a number of reasons. I mean, one, he beats, beats, beats up women. <laughs> uh, another reason, when I met him, and I talked about this on the Brendan's podcast, uh, he, I was in his gym. Someone, after the Olympics, someone I knew, knew someone in Mayweather's gym, and they knew I was going to Vegas for a holiday. And they said to me, uh, Tony, why don't you go to the gym and meet Floyd? I'll get it sorted for you. So I was all excited, you know. I was like, I think I was like 25-year-old at the time. So I went to me with his gym, and I was waiting for him to come in. And in the gym, there was about 30, 40 people, all entourages waiting around all that. And anyway, he came in, and when he came in, he walked around it, and he shook every single person's hand and said hello to them. And then he looked, come up to me, and he looked me up and down, and he went, who the fuck's this white boy? And I was like, wow. I mean, I'm, 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 I never said wow. I went, I'm Tony, I'm from, from England. And someone went, oh, he's an Olympic bronze medalist from the the last Olympics oh nice nice and that was kind of it then he walked away and I was thinking you little fucking dickhead you little prick because <laughs> imagine that was the other way around I know obviously he would never come to my gym in Sunderland but if, if he did and he was the and, I, and he was the only black man in the gym and you know everyone was also white and he walked all the way and I walked all the way around and I come up to him and said who's this little black guy if I said something like that imagine imagine that that would have been that would have been done for racism or, or whatever. It would have just been horrible. But the thing is, I would never do that. I would never disrespect anyone. Where he came in and he disrespected me, which is you know. So for anyway, for that, I disliked the man. I really disliked the man, and I just thought it was a shitty thing to do, especially someone young like me looking up to him. He won a bronze medal in the Olympics, like I did, and I was excited to meet him and maybe talk to him and tell him about my experiences or ask about his experiences. But I got fobbed, I got uh, fobbed off. So that's one of the reasons why I'm not a big Mayweather fan. And then uh, and the other side, why I'm a big Connor fan is he comes to Box and Burn in Santa Monica and Brentwood when he's in LA. He comes to work out and uh, he posts pictures about the gym and he's a great guy. I remember when he very first came in, uh, I went, hey, Connor, I put me out nice to meet you. And he went, oh, you're the guy uh, who boxed Kenny Egan in the Olympics, right? And he started asking me, how's it going? I love you, James, and all that. And he was sound. He was proper sound. So I was just thinking, he's a real nice guy. And then uh, every time he comes in now, he gives a hug and says, hello, Tony, what's up? And all that. Thanks for letting us do your gym. And he's been very respectful and he tweets about the gym and, and Instagrams about the gym. So it's great. So that's why I'm a huge Connor fan. And that's why I would love for Connor to knock me with a out. But 
That being said, it's not going to happen. It's absolutely not going to happen. But Brendan was, like I said, the only person uh, to give him a chance. And the way Brendan break it, broke it down was great and it made you think wow Connor really has got a chance because what, Bre- what Brendan is Brendan he's a great storyteller he's an amazing talker that's why he's so successful on his podcast and and he's very convincing so he's he's convincing me of shit and I'm like what hang on a minute so he's telling me that and Glenn who's there that uh, that Connor's going to come out he's got this awkward style what Mayweather's not being used to and, uh, and Mayweather's not going to if, if he hit lands that left hand, he's going to knock him out. And all. listen, I'm thinking, nah, that cannot happen. And then, then I took a two grand bet with him that Mayweather will stop him. And he's like, well, who's Mayweather stopped for the last however many years? So the, I'll recommend you go and listen to that podcast, The Big Brown Breakdown, and listen to us getting at it. Because uh, it really does put up a great argument to me uh, about like how this novice boxer with zero fights is going to have a great fight with one of the, one of the best fighters of all time, Floyd Mayweather, who's forty nine and zero, who's not very, he's not really come close to being beat. Although that one time when Maidana is, but the the way I look at that fight is like the experience in boxing compared to MMA. Like with his experience in boxing, it's it's going to be so difficult for him to do for for Conor to do anything. Connor fights with his hands not high, where his chin kind of in the air, well, wide stance. What Brendan said, it's going to be a, a advantage, but it's not. It's going to be a disadvantage because with that big wide stance, you can't move your feet as fast. Um, so, but it, it is. It's going to be an interesting fight. It's something that I really can't wait to happen. I'm, I'm picking Mayweather inside the distance because if you think about it as well, like. Connor's got this reputation of being a great striker, great fighter, which for MMA he has. But now, if you take the martial arts aspect out of it and just have him in there as a fighter, and then if you take Mayweather's last 10, 20 opponents and put them in with Conor McGregor's, all of Conor McGregor's opponents in a boxing match, if you take the MMA out of it, I think every single one of them boxers is going to knock every single one of them MMA fighters out within one round. Even the likes of one of the worst ones, I think, me with his boxed, was that, uh, what's that guy called? He knocked out... Ortiz. Ortiz, yeah. Even Ortiz would stop that Nate Diaz in a boxing fight. Victor Ortiz would stop Nate Diaz in a boxing fight. I guarantee you that. Because with the MMA, you've got to think about so much with you with your getting tucked down, getting kicked, and all that. But in boxing, they just come and straight for your head and body and you know the defense is is completely different like um if like let's say for instance if me if connor holds on to mayweather he's not going to for one he's not going to be able to do anything inside he's not going to trip him over he's not going to be able to what Brendan was saying is hit him where he's knee. he's not going to be able to do anything and mayweather will be able to fight inside way better than connor mcgregor way better even though he's not that sort of fighter. But as soon as he, if he starts putting weight on Floyd, it's going to get broke up and get back to the boxing, which is where Mayweather, um, Mayweather will want to be. And I think for F- Connor to have a chance, I think the style he's got to fight will be come forward, counter-punching. I think that's the only way that I'm really going to go. Mayweather's a kind of back for fighter. Connor's a counter-puncher. 
So it's going to make it be an interesting fight. You know, it, it, some people say it's going to be boring, but I don't think it will. I don't think it will. I think Mayweather's going to start landing his jabs, his solid jabs, and um, and then that, that's going to be it. He's going to find his range with the jabs, and that's it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that August 26th. And I've got a two grand bet on with Brendan, and then I posted on my Facebook, personal Facebook page, I've got a two grand bet on with uh, with Brendan about this and then Brendan and then straight away we got some guys who love Connor uh, my friend Sheer Kelly and then Kyle Putnam off a, a, a trainer for the Boxing Burn Gym and they've I've used better than 500 each a piece uh, Michael White my boy he's given me a grand to bet Brendan so I told Brendan it's two grand for me but it's not it's one grand for me Michael White he's, he's better than the other grand so I mean, and I'm not going to take any more bets because now I'm starting to think, shit, all these people want a bet of money. Really? But when you speak to people, apart from Brendan, you know, this fight is a cert. Like, I was talking to Frank Grillo in the gym today, and I went, Frank, come on, mate. Frank knows boxing. He's boxed forever. He's an actor. He's been on the podcast before. As Connor got a chance to go in 12 rounds, and he went, absolutely no chance. How can he? Me with this one, the best of all time, just like what I've just said, he's got no chance of of doing the, uh, of going the distance. I'm like, thank you, thank you. Anyway, in and out with this podcast. This was a quick podcast. Guys, if this is your first time listening to the Boxing Life podcast, thank you, and I hope you enjoyed it. If you can please uh, follow us on Instagram, at Boxing Life, and Glenn Holmes. So let me tell you about Glenn. Glenn is the Glenn Mr. Six Figure Holmes. He is a he is a one of the 0.001% of personal trainers in America that's earning six figures. And that's for a number of reasons. One is because he's amazing at what he does. Uh, and two, he's just nonstop and 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 he's out there all the time. He's training celebrities all the time. And Glenn is uh, he's training Brendan now. I trained Brendan Shab for his last uh, three professional fights, UFC fights, and now Brendan now Brendan's just doing fitness stuff. He's training with Glenn, and he's absolutely loving working with Glenn. Glenn said, "When we get to fifty reviews on the Boxing Life podcast, we're going to give he's going to give someone a free personal training session. So if you want to come to Boxing Burn Gym, where Brendan trains, where where I am, where we all are, train with Glenn Holmes. Leave us a review on iTunes." on uh, the Boxing Life podcast. We got 43 now, so seven more reviews. And he's going to pick one at random. Uh, I think it's going to be one of the most recent ones. And then come to Boxing Burn, Santa Monica or Brentwood and work out. So that will be great. And thank you for listening. And until next time, I'm Tony Jeffries and I will see you later. <laughs>